Health is like money. We never truly have a full idea of it until we lose it. It's a quote by Josh Billings. This week's money tip is on getting your financial health checked out. You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shergunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Once a year, I recommend to sit down and look at where is your financial health. And just like you would go to the doctor's office, right? Hopefully you do for once a year annual checkups. You would sit down and take a look at your complete financial picture to make sure you actually understand what's going on. And on that doctor's annual checkup visits, I always get annoyed because, um, you know, you dread to go there. Um, hopefully everything is okay health-wise. But for the most part, you go in, you wait for the doctor for 30 minutes, you go through the whole process of checking in and completing uh, update questionnaire, and then a the doctor comes in for five minutes, sign off on a paper, and off they go. And you sit there thinking like, wow, okay, I just spent 45 minutes, maybe an hour of my time to um, hopefully get a, you know, a, a clean bill of health. But the end, at the end of the day, right, that's what you're expecting to get. I know that sometimes it's not um, going to come out exactly like that. But the whole idea of these checkups, right, the maintenance mode, is to make sure that you catch bad situations, right, or you catch something before it really manifests into something bad. When it comes to your financial health, it's I hope it's more than just like a five-minute doctor visit, right? And that's the whole idea of today's discussion. But what I want you to start focusing is giving yourself an assessment of where you are. I think the core idea of pausing, checking in, and resetting is really to give you a sense where you are heading, right? Because if you don't have a clear-cut idea or understanding where you're heading, it's going to be difficult for you to know whether you're making progress, right? And so with financial health, there are a couple things that you can begin tracking, right, in order to start giving you indications, right, whether you are on the right track, whether you're making progress, um, and what else you can be working on to improve it. So what are those things that I'm talking about here? Um, for most clients who sit down with us and map out their um, entire money roadmap, the very first thing we do is we create what's called a financial statement. A financial statement is um, usually it's one page. It's a list. It's a page that has all of a client's assets, liabilities, um, and it calculates a net worth. So it's basically one page that has everything about your finances. Um, and so what you're trying to see there and questions like this run through my mind. Um, and once we build it for clients, it's really easy to update it going forward. Now, 
in today's world, we have apps, right, that absolutely track this information for you on a daily basis, right? You can almost get a snapshot of your financial health daily, right? I use mint.com. I've been a longtime user of that app and it aggregates the data, pulls all the numbers from my various accounts, and it gives you that picture once, um, you know, once you log into that. I don't think everybody needs to do that unless you really have the brain capacity to process it. Doing it once in a while, and that while I mean at least once a year, is going to be good because you're going to start seeing trends. You're going to look at your assets, right, whether they're savings accounts, investment accounts, whatever you have. Maybe you have a business or real estate portfolio. You want to start to see the trend, right? Are these accounts increasing? Are you continuing to um, to contribute to them? Are they growing? Are they declining, right? So what is what is happening? First, it starts to tell you the picture. The second part of that, you also get to see, right, the liability section, right? Are you adding more liabilities? Maybe perhaps you just bought a home. You're thinking about buying a new car. How are you adding liabilities, right, to your list, and are these liabilities falling into what I call bad debt category where, you know, what's define, what does, what does defining bad debt mean? It really simply means that those additional debts that you're incurring and typically that would be personal loans, auto loans. I guess I still think that a car is not an asset, um, that has any value other than just getting you from one place to another. But basically, liabilities that do not contribute to the growth of your overall financial health. They're more of a consumption-related type of um, liabilities. So it's a checkpoint to see, all right, have I overspent on my credit card for the last six months? What am I working on right now? Do I need to increase or add additional payments to my liabilities so they you know, can start disappearing faster? Right? So you have your assets on one side, you have liabilities on your other side. And then that's how you start to measure your net worth. Checking that every so often, right, gives you an indication point. And we've just gone through, still going, actually, it's not over, um, a major downturn in the markets, right? We're going through the, the, the COVID uh, pandemic. And so at the beginning of when everything unfolded, a lot of us were looking at our accounts, right, thinking, oh, my gosh, the world is upside down. Things have come back. Market has recovered. But we're not over. And that's the beauty that these things are never over. They're just, you know, you're starting to see the trends moving in one direction or the other. So this net worth number, right, you're starting to see where is it, where you are, right? That's the, actually the first time you sit down to do it. That's the best piece is that you start to see here's where I'm at, right? Um, and then setting some targets for yourself, perhaps, although I that's not something that I recommend to do for clients, because the most typical question I get when they finally see this, they say, oh, wow, okay, well, so how does my net worth now compare to your other clients? (laughs) And all I do is laugh, just like I did now, because I love this question. However, unfortunately, um, to disappoint many of you, um, my answer is usually it depends, right? And it's really hard to compare your particular net worth number to somebody else's financial statement and their net worth number, right? So it's not something that you need to be concerned about. It's more about the trends. It's more about are you really making 
progress in terms of what you set for yourself. So these are just some indicators. And when we're looking at this overall financial health checkup, this is the first tool. I also wanted to share with you a couple of um, financial health tests that I found useful, and I'll include the links um, in the show notes. Uh, one particularly we actually set up um, on our own site, um, uh, and I'll include the link there too, it's called financial health assessment. And so what these tests are designed to do, they're like 10 to 15 questions, right? So it's first, I think what you need to do is sit down and map out your financial statement. Just make a list of everything you have, all the debts, all of that together, and figure out what your net worth is. Net worth is assets minus liabilities equals net worth. So that's the first step. And then if you want to take it a step further, sit down and take a look at a couple of these tests. There's three of them. One is from Main Street, one is from Schwab website, and then one is on the Nerd Wallet. These tests have like 10 to 15 questions. And once you answer the questions, you're going to get a score, right, that's going to be assigned to you. And also you're going to get a breakdown what that score means, right? Like if you're in the trouble category, if you're doing good, or if you're like a superstar. I'm totally making these up because every site sort of ranks it differently, but something like that. So you'll know where you stand. But what I like about these is that, for example, right, it's going to let you, if you are heading in the right direction, and it's going to ask you questions um, all over, right, from all kinds of areas in financial planning. So for example, let's say you were a little weak on insurance, right? Or maybe your emergency reserves were low or you were thinking to consolidate your account. So you were thinking to start finally paying that debt off. So whatever, right, whatever your weak spot is, that's going to show up right through um, answering these questions. And what I like about that is that it's like it's getting you this recess point, right? I know you can't tackle all of these things right off the bat, but I know that you can pick one or two Right. And you can start working on them. So this these are just some of the kind of easy to do things. Right. To get you off the ground. And I would advise once you work through this is to do this once a year. Right. If you have a a professional um, investment advisor, portfolio manager, financial advisor, right, whoever it is you're working with, maybe even your uh, tax preparer CPA helps you pull these numbers together. But. Do it yourself and see how that improves. Do it now and maybe you can do it in six months, right? So give yourself some time um, to start seeing the trends. Until next time, my friends, remember you are the boss of your own money. <laughs>